Alright, well. Let's get into it. So, last. JV, you want to go over what happened last time? Mm, I didn't take notes. I wouldn't be able to cover everything. Well, there wasn't a lot last time. Just a whole bunch of near-death experiences. Yeah, it was mostly just... We, uh, did, uh, we did try dying a lot. That's, uh, or getting close to dying. You guys did attempt to perish many times. Um, so what I caught, which I missed the first half of it, was there was a fight with Soulforger. Uh, we did very, very, very terribly. Many people went down, and we ended up having to run for our lives after he disappeared. That's about right. We forgot so, that you didn't need to Considered of him to, um, uh, to take off, uh, although we did, we did, um, Make him have to uh, uh, revive himself. Uh, we we had him near death, and then all of a sudden, poof! He's got 155 hit points. Suddenly. Oh yeah, and he's like some kind of weird lizard man, lizard cat man, something like that. He's been polymorphing as as a tabaxi the whole time, or a lion thing, Leonid, uh, and is instead. Something else, and he's great and powerful, and and uh, could easily have killed us all, but decided to go off because actually we we held our own pretty well. I think we did. If he wasn't able to revive himself repeatedly, we would have been all right. Could he not have had like a special power from the dragon woman thing? Like he could still be a Leonin, but gets some sort of warlocky perks. I don't. Yeah, I was thinking maybe it comes from that weird podium or I don't know, giant pillar in the in the middle of the desert that we never figured sure. out what it did. The the dragon god thing. Yeah. He's he's probably tapped into all kinds of. Uh, powers that uh, just make we uh, we mere mortals uh, play things in his mind. X, yes, exactly. So, with that, you guys are uh, you have taken a night to take a long rest you're back in the Pilgrim's Rest Inn. When you awake and your party begins to gather in the central hall, there are other folk who are staying at the inn. You can see a lot of them uh, as dawn comes. They're um, slinging little backpacks and pouches and other things on and you know, walking sticks at the ready and they head out and they start climbing up the rest of the mountain to go to the temples at the top. Um, but what you notice when your party rouses is that neither Snow nor Romney can be found. 
They keep disappearing. It's like we just need to keep better track of our party members. I'm, I'm feeling slighted and snubbed that uh, our party isn't the cool party. Yeah, like, where is everyone sneaking off to? Are they all just, like, drinking Romney's special beer or something? Probably. And then just pass out in an undisclosed location. Well, I, I did survey the area. There doesn't seem to be a lot of crime, so hopefully they won't get robbed or killed. Uh, which one of you has the bag of holes? I think uh, Briar has it, last I checked. Yeah, I think it's me too. I vaguely remember that, yeah. Alright, Briar, uh, as you are kind of sitting there, you notice that there's something tucked into one of your little pockets. And you pull it out, and it is a scrap of folded paper. And unfurling it, you can see that written in uh, a handwriting that you recognize to be Snow, it says... I do not know when I will return. Do not wait for me. When did he slip something in my pocket? <laughs> but, um, yeah, alright. I'm gonna, like, what? Uh, okay, so I'm gonna tell everybody else, I guess. Hey, uh, y'all know what this is about? Is it an Everhole Hall thing? The, what is it, the Ever... Um, What's that thing that says part of yeah, that thing. Yeah, it could be that. Can't tell anybody else anything? Mm, no. Nope. Well, jeez. Okay. Is Rami just, like, sleeping off his near-death experience today? Uh... When you flip it over, on the back it says, P.S. You should check your bag of hold. Is Rami in there? <laughs> so I'm gonna just no, crack it he's probably cleared it out. He's, he's stolen everything so he can finance his little fun adventure. How? How does this man, like... I must have been sleeping real hard. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, you are so kind of a heavy sleeper. <laughs> I'm gonna go check my bag of holding. Alright, so... Um, very... So, if you, as, you know, spending a little bit of time checking it... Um, the things that you would working together with the rest of your party to keep track of what was supposed to be in um, you will note that he took the uh, two the two black opals uh, the blue sapphire and uh, one of the star sapphires so 4,000 gold worth of gems but most notably the mirror that you guys collected from the vault that is your access to the library He's gone. Of course he would do that. He didn't believe we should go to the library. Did we ever check and see if Mr. Prince was okay? I think I missed that. We did not. No. And uh, Romney's the only one who can talk to him, right? That is correct. Awesome. Well... Uh, now that our uh, okay. connection oh. to the library has been severed, 
I apologize. I just want to get this right in the um, tracker. He took a black opal and what ounces? He, he took take? two black opals, the blue okay. sapphire, and one of your star sapphires. So it should be four thousand okay. gold worth of gems are now gone. Okay, so blue sapphire and what's the other one? What's uh, black right. opal, That's blue sapphire, one. and a star sapphire. Sorry. Thank you. Got it. So, um, we definitely would have given it to him had he asked. I'm sure it's a valuable and worthwhile mission that he's got to go on to uh, restore his tribe or something. But to not tell us about it is. Yeah, that's, uh, that he's, he's. Damaged our friendship. I don't know if I care about him anymore. No, Damn, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's a little harsh. I'm annoyed, but I'm not like, I'll never speak to him again. We just yeah, need I... to have a conversation about trust when we see him again. And communication. He, he spent time uh, earlier here in... in um, the city off on his own shenanigans. Uh, I, I think he just doesn't want to be with us anymore. After all we've we've done, we've filled our hearts out to about? him. He he yeah. expressed so much, you know, when I was punching him that he they were such good friends. Maybe he's just really hung up on Onox's death, and this has got something to do with it. That's that's true. It hit everyone hard. Well, well maybe we can check in on him when we find Romney recovering yeah. from the Maybe alcohol. we should go look for Romney. <laughs> Briar, there's a voice in the back of your head from your sword she chimes in weren't we supposed to figure me out here wasn't that part of why we came here oh my god yes we need to do that oh i'm so sorry don um hey guys <laughs> don wants us to fix her she's been waiting ever so patiently so azrael knew of the this the uh master smith right uh, I think you'd heard of him. Heard of, but didn't know. That's right. Okay. Well, I mean, we can ask around. Yeah. We probably ought to. Yeah, I mean, Vertigan. Vertigan knows a lot I mean, of people. Maybe we can ask him. Oh, wait, no, that's right. He's the one betrayed us. Help. That's right. Yeah, we, oh, we yeah, need to kill like Vertigan. That. That's right. That's the other thing. Um, before we leave the city, we need to kill Vertigan. If not kill him, at least just take back the money he got... He betrayed uh, us. Betraying us. So we need to yes, kill him. Yes, he betrayed us. And also, can we so... talk about the time I arrived here in a box? Like, <laughs> oh <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> you were uh, in a tavern. You had heard word that your uncle might have been there, and then you got uh, chloroformed. Classic. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm surprisingly okay with this so far. Just like, oh hey guys. <laughs> uh, do we know who chloroformed you? Nope. Do you have any any memories? 
at all? It was a uh, tavern on the eastern side of the city near the docks. So we need to go back to that tavern, find out who chloroformed you, and kill them too. So Ezreal starts making a kill list. But because the the box wound up with with Vertigan, it's probably Vertigan. Yeah, but maybe we should just double check just to make sure. You know, because there might be someone else that needs to die in addition to him. Do I have any memories other than that? No, like, like, shadowy dude, anything? Um. Go ahead and give me a perception check, and we'll see how much you saw. Okay. Um. You remember that in that tavern that you were told to meet your uncle, there were a number of shady individuals who did look like some of Vertigan's guys. You saw a couple of them in the uh, fight pit in the Mirage when you were there. It was definitely Vertigan. It was some of those weird goonies he was hanging out with them. Unfortunately, it happened so quickly, you didn't have a chance to do anything about it. If we kill him, can we smother him with the pillow that I gave him? That's epic justice. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Here we give him a friendship pillow. Let's just use it stuff it down his throat. That was a truce pillow. Like, I mean, I wasn't trying. It, it, it's fine. It's fine. I will find a way to be get over this. Um, let's, let's, you know, go down the yellow brick road of repairing Dawn. Yeah. Yeah, Don thinks that would be nice. We could, we could have used Don's uh, help to smack uh, Soulforge <laughs> yeah. a little harder. Yeah, right, she's ready so, to get back out there. So we will repair Don and then kill Vert again. Any anything else? Oh, and we still need to find your uncle though too. So yeah, there's a list. And then eventually find Romney. I'm sure he's fine. He still has Maybe on that, this that, friendship uh, brace or friendship necklace, though, too. So we can't leave him because we need the necklace. You could use that to find him. Get somebody who can locate object. I think Romney can do that. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll find Romney. Use him. But, um, isn't, isn't your, um, uncle, um, Briars, uh, someone who could, uh, put us on the track to, to, uh, getting Don put back together? You know, probably, yeah. His whole thing is connections. So let's, uh, let's pursue that. Um, Well, you want to come with me to this bar? Cause, uh, yeah, I want to know. I, I want to know if any of the guys that were there before are there now, so you know we can rectify that situation. Uh, 
right, before you guys do that, I do need you to refresh your foundry because I had to do something with one of the modules, so. All right, so you guys want to go to the bar that Briar was in. The bar is called the Lonely Seagull. So, what's your what's your uncle look like, Briar? A lot like me. Okay. Uh, do I see anybody that looks like Briar? All right. So, you guys travel across town uh, directly to. The Lonely Seagull Inn. It's on the other side of the mountain, um, so it takes a little bit of time to get there. You kind of have to go around and then down to the end. Uh, go ahead and give me some perception checks. When you enter, you can tell that the bar is mostly populated by um, fishermen and other uh, people who would hang out on docks, sailors and, and the like. Um, it's pretty close, you know, the, the, the space has a distinct odor of sea folk and um, fish and that sort of thing. Um, beer. And beer. Old stale ale. But as you enter, uh, Demetari, uh, you spot an individual in the corner who kind of looks up as Briar enters, squints at her, makes a confused face, and then goes back to his drink. Um, does he look like an uncle, or does he look like someone who would chloroform a person? Um, he's kind of a oddly gray-bearded human fellow. You know, patchy and uh, old, oldish, maybe in his seventies. He's kind of he kind of gives uh, you you know an aggressive squint, and then he goes back to his drink. I'm gonna walk up to him. Uh, pardon me. Uh, can I help you? Yeah, I caught you staring at my friend over there, sir. Something up? Oh, sorry. I thought that, that was someone I knew, but obviously not. Can Can uh, I go stand behind Emitari and just look super threatening? Uh, sure. Go and give me an intimidation. There's a good chance he just knows my uncle, yo. 
I know. I'm like over here trying to be charismatic. I think I'm doing great. Really, it's Azrael intimidating him into talking no. to me. No, it's not. April, <laughs> <laughs> not good. Yeah, you know, he's like a pretty tall, like surprisingly uh, muscly man in his 70s. Like he looks like he does a lot of um, physical labor, so he's still like strong, um, but you know, a little bit old. And so, you know, this um, very small, like, little wizard and uh, another relatively small uh, humanoid woman walk up to him and he's just like, wow. So, I know what this is going to sound like, um, but I imagine that there's not very many little beetle fairies out there. So, like, maybe she knows the guy that... (laughs) you thought she might be or knows the person like you know like do you want to talk to her um are you're saying that to the the guy? Yes, the guy. Oh, uh, sorry. I apologize if I looked untoward or something at your uh, friend over there. I have a uh, a fellow I know named uh, Barley who looks just like her. You know. Wait, wait, wait! That's her uncle. Ah, well, e- excellent. Where's Barley? I don't know. He was here yesterday. I thought he was coming in today, but, you know, you're here and he's not, obviously. Are you waiting on him, or you just, you know? Yeah, he comes here and drinks with me all the time. He's a very generous fella. Pays for me drinks all the time. Ah, gotcha. Alright, well, I mean, I guess we're on the lookout for him, too, so uh, maybe we'll hang out for Mm. a minute. Oh, Next question. You're here all the time. Um, you haven't seen her before? No, no. Uh, today's uh, my day off. Usually during the day I'm out uh, fishing and whatnot. You know, today was an off day for me. Oh, all right. Well, in, you know, enjoy your enjoy your ale. I, I, I guess you. we'll yeah leave now. No, okay. wait. I'm gonna walk up and be like, hey. You know my uncle? Uh, if your uncle is uh, Barley Amberwing, then yes. That's my uncle. Hey, do you know where he lives these days? Uh, I think I heard he was renting a room uh, over in uh, one of the old uh, guard towers. Not too far from here, really. That's awesome. Yeah, he told me to look him up when I was in town, but... uh didn't tell me where he is. So if you could, like, point us in the right direction, that'd be cool. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, what's it worth to you? Really, man? Sorry, you know, gotta make a living somehow. Didn't you just say I thought you made a- that he buys you free beers all the time, and you're really gonna charge his niece to tell me where he is? Well, if the niece gave me a free beer, I'd certainly be willing to help her out. Wow. All right. I'll, I'll get him one. 
Ah. The whole time. My memory was a bit foggy, but, uh, you know, it's literally like right up the road. You know, go walk out here. You take a left at the merchant stall. Uh, head up a little ways. If you, uh, if you get to the, uh, the fish, uh, gotten station up there, you've gone too far. Okay. Well, it's, uh, been a pleasure. You seem like he's giving us the right directions or just trying to get rid of us because we're... He's probably giving you the right direction. Hmm? He's probably giving you the right direction. Okay. Sorry, Briar. I don't know why I didn't think to ask him where he lived. Um, yeah, good call. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's go find your uncle. Yeah, let's go find him. He begins enjoying the free ale that you have supplied him with. Um, the ale would cost, I think, two silver. Okay. Ale's not free. Come on. It is for him. It sure If you know the good, right information, it's free. Alright. Are you guys heading up the road to find the old guard tower? Yes. Yeah, we'll follow his directions. Because he seemed like he was uh, an honest man. Somebody make change for me. How many gold, or how many silvers are in a gold? Uh, ten. ten. It's ten. So you would have, if you trade one gold, you'll have eight silver left. All right. Yeah. Walk out the road and following his directions past the merchant stall. In the distance, you can see the, uh, the fishery. And in front of you, there is a, uh, older looking guard tower. Um, it seems to be in disrepair. And on the bottom floor, someone has constructed uh, a small wooden house around the base of it. Um, you can tell they just kind of like built everything right up to the bottom of the tower. This looks like the place, so I'm going to go up and knock. Fine. There is no response. Maybe he's taking a nap. The door is unlocked. I'm just going to holler for him for a little while. Okay. Uh, when she's hollering, I'm just going to open the door. <laughs> All right. <laughs> push it open. I'm not going to walk through. I'm just going to push it open. Like, maybe she can't hear. He can't hear through the door. Pushing the door open, you can see that it is clearly someone's living space. It is very well used. There's furniture. Um, clothes, some messes, you can see some plates on a table that have been just left out with food and other things. Um, it doesn't look like someone has, um, like, fled in a hurry or anything, but it just kind of looks well lived in, but there's not anyone here right now. What does your uncle do? Maybe we go down to, like, the fish gutting station or something? Uh, he trades more in, like, information. So... Uh, one of those. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he's one to really play with dead fish. So, yeah. Um. Well, shit. I don't really know what to do. I guess I could leave a note. 
Yeah, I mean, we could, you, you know, say, hey, come, come meet us at the tavern. Can I? Wait, we find, um, like, uh, paper and a bit of charcoal oh, to I've... scribble a note on. Yeah. Um, so are you guys, like, going inside to look around? Yeah, we're going to leave a note. Look around. All right. I mean, well, go ahead and give me an investigation. Uh, yeah, I do want to look around, though, too. Uh, You're just going to, like, poke through my uncle's stuff? Well, you, yeah. you never know someone might have kidnapped him. You are a busybody, ma'am. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, like, Wait, what if someone had kidnapped, kidnapped him? When you want to know? I did literally just get kidnapped. Okay, yeah. Jesus, this feels wrong. Y'all, okay, I will stay in here and y'all poke around. Plausible deniability. Okay. Um, if you're poking around, go ahead and your investigation check. Alright. As you are investigating... <laughs> door, I want to be like, I didn't do it! <laughs> you can tell that the clothes and other items that have been kind of left here in this living space are human-sized. They're not fairy-sized. Did your uncle have, like, a roommate? Maybe someone that he might live with? Uh, to be honest, he kind of, like, goes through them, so... Ooh! Wait, didn't that guy say that, uh, he was renting a room? This is just the house that goes off the warehouse, right? Maybe he's This in is the, the little wooden house built at the base of the tower. So, is there multiple bedrooms? Like, is one of them Barley's and the other one is his roommate's? You can tell, as you all have begun to kind of investigate this space, there is a door, and it is a proper door, as in the back of this, like, house, um, there's the stone wall of the tower, and there's a door that goes into the tower, and this door is locked. Okay, well, I'm going to do the same thing, then I'm going to go pound on that one and say, Barley! Hey! Alright. You pound on it, you yell your uncle's name, and you hear the sound of crashing kind of distantly through the door. Something like a like a clay plate fell on the floor and broke. Oh, uh, he's got a door alarm. It wasn't it like... It wasn't, like, right next to you on the other side of the door. It was, like, you know, you can kind of tell, like, the sound came from somewhere a little bit further away. Does it sound like somebody is coming to unlock the door? You don't hear anything else. Hmm. Are there windows on the tower? There are. Okay, I'm gonna go out there and peek through the windows. I'm gonna, like, fly up. Just see gonna see through the windows. unlock the door. Can we pick okay. the lock? Yeah, I can. <laughs> um, Azrael begins to pick the lock. Briar just kind of walks outside and bzzz, flies up to the window. And as you're flying up to the window, the window opens and there's your uncle, like, saddling a little backpack with his, like, wings at the ready. He kind of looks up at you like, huh. Oh, hi. <laughs> you didn't hear me calling you. What's with the go bag? Ah, <laughs> uh, wasn't really expecting you, uh, Briar. Come, come in. I thought it was someone else, to be quite honest. Jeez, man. Okay, well, I got some friends, and they're currently picking your luck, so, um, you want to go open your door before it gets oh, broken? Oh, good. 
And as you kind of like fly in through the window that he's just opened, um, Asriel and the rest of the party kind of get to the top of this little like stairs that kind of ran around the edge of the tower. And you're in this little second floor room that you can tell is definitely his. Um, there's a lot of things kind of strewn everywhere. Um, but what it looks like is he packed all of the important stuff and threw it in his little backpack really quickly. Uh, are you in danger? Uh, do we need to not uh, hold you here any longer than we need to? Or No, no, of course. You, can I um, you're running from? Can I get you anything in particular? Hold on a second. And he kind of like he takes off his backpack and he scurries over and you can see he's like slides some stuff off of a little table and he starts getting everything ready to brew some tea. Um, no, no. I, I, to be honest, I thought you were someone else. Um, who, who? Uh, local, local ruffians who didn't like, uh, whatever I was up to. Is that why I was kidnapped the other day? Where? We've got a beef with Vertigan. Oh, yes, yes, him. Yes, I would not mess with him. Um, where were you kidnapped? Because it might have been my fault. Yeah, alright. All us beetle bugs look the same, am I right? We definitely do. Well, it was over here. The seagull place. He is kind of the spitting image of Briar, just like, you know, a little bit older. Uh, you know, gray hairs and. Fair enough. Oh, <laughs> so um, that's why I was kidnapped. It's a, a great and wonderful surprise to see you here. Uh, how is everything? I'm surprised to um, to run into you. To be quite honest, I. I will admit I haven't been in touch in a little bit. Um, things are good. Things are good. Um, I also haven't been in touch in a bit. I was kind of hoping that you had a little more, you know. No, I kind of got involved in some, um, ruffian elements here in town, and I was having a good time, and then things weren't so good, and so on and so forth. You, you get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. But yeah, should we checks. be on the lookout for other uh, beetlebug kidnapping? Is what folk? I say. Am I about to get uh, knocked over the head again? Or no, no, no. You're yeah. probably fine. Probably fine. But you, uh -huh. you were about to head out, and we were, we we're keeping you here. So we. Yes, I did technically think you were about to come here to murder me, but you're not, so everything's all right. Well, and he, you can see he's, like, pouring out tea and got little, like, tiny little cups, and he's, like, setting them out for everyone. So who's trying to murder you specifically? Because I can murder them first. Um, I might have made some promises to Vertigan that did not necessarily come through in the way that I was expecting them to. Well, good, because I already want to kill Vert again. So, you yeah, know, he's already on my kill list, which I promptly show him. Uh, oh, <laughs> and he, he like, kind of looks at it, and then he looks over at Briar like, huh. Yeah, she's like that. You get used to it. You've made some interesting friends here. I mean, I have Thanks. two, I should say. I'm going to keep them, I think. They're fun. <laughs> Yes, certainly, certainly, certainly. What what a delightful and entertaining plane of existence we find ourselves. 
Right? That's what I said. But mom and dad were all like, no, you have to stay with us. So I just, you know, I kind of, I kind of dipped. Although I will say we'd kind of like to go visit the ancestral homelands at some point. Yeah, funny you should mention, because, um, check this out. I'm going to show him Don. Interesting. Uh, this is a uh, rather delightful artifact you have for me here. Uh, where did you come by? That's not great for you, but um, we found it um, like dungeon delving, basically. Um, and nobody else could talk to it, but I could. It was in like a big horde. Mm. But no, we didn't get her from the horde, did we? Wait. Yeah, no, she no, 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 no. So you had her before we got imprisoned. Um, yeah, was, where did you we pick were, her we're up? Uh, what's his face into the yeah into the dark. Yeah, we, we found the the, uh, the scout's bag. That's, That's correct. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 She uh, she wasn't doing so good, but now she can talk to me. That's pretty cool. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I kind of. Uh, uh, see what we can do to, to uh, get her fully put back together. We've been, done a couple of uh, upgrades, but she's not fully. Yeah, we need. Don't dry. we need another one of those igits too? I mean, can... it it does yeah. appear to just be a handle, so that might. Say, it's just kind of missing the pointy bit, you know. Yeah, might be a little bit more valuable to you if you had like a blade on it. That's what I was thinking, too. Do you happen to know anybody local who could do such a thing? I personally do not, I'm afraid. Um, uh, help, help us find the... What about, uh, what was that smith's name? Uh, the metal, what's the, the, the face steel or something? Isn't it, uh, I'm, I or... am familiar with face steel. Um, I don't have any on me, I'm afraid. It's not super oh, common. Have you bothered, like, have you asked Dawn what she wants to be made out of? Does that matter? I don't know. I've never... Um, she did tell you previously that she has to be made out of face steel. Oh, okay. Right. And that she used to be a greatsword. Didn't she say, like, who her past owner was, too, if I remember right? Um, uh, no, I'm pretty story. sure you guys got that from legend lore that was cast on Dawn at one point. Yeah, Don hasn't been really uh, talkative. If uh, what uh, Briar has relayed to us is any guide, she used to belong to Karina. Or Karina. That does sound a bit familiar, but I'll I will admit my uh, history is a little bit fuzzy. You know, I kind of skipped that part of my schooling. Isn't there a master smith in town that, that works on this kind of stuff? If you were to find a master smith on this plane of existence, they probably would be here. But you don't know where they are. I'm afraid not. Or where we could find some face too. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, how's everyone's tea? Oh, I, I put some peppers in it. Um, or pepper seeds or whatever they're and then i'm like much better very good interesting 
Would you like to try? I am okay. Thank you very much. And he kind it of only burns shows, a little. He kind of shows you his little, his own cup, which is more like a full-sized mug in his hand. <laughs> uh, Javid makes really good tea too. Yeah, we could. Do we not could drink his tea. It's a trap. I would be delighted to try some of your tea, my friend. You know, if we've got uh, a few minutes, uh, I could make around. Do we have anybody um, that we're interested in? in um, Uncle, do you remember the glow toads? Looking in on? I do remember the glow toads. Oh, so much fun. Okay, well, if you remember them fondly, then you go ahead. <laughs> I will admit... It was a delightful pastime in my youth. I am... Um, you know, it's always a uh, bit of a religious experiment, those toads. They have something here called ayahuasca that just never quite does it for me. Does any of us know what that is? Like... Like actual ayahuasca, like the, the dream tea. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, no, wait! I have no idea in real life. Is that a thing? Yeah, that's a real thing. <laughs> oh, um, it's okay. like the the tea that it's like tastes like ass, but it's like the spirit tea where you can like take like spirit journeys and stuff. I think it's like DMT. Okay, I'm not sure. If you if you've read, um, uh, oh, hang on! Carlos Apparently, Castaneda. we're being educated. Okay. Anyway. Um, so you guys actually do not to not to tell you all the answers, but you guys did find uh hold on, I'm scrolling notes. Um, in the dragon's horde. The dragon of the um I know I pit. found one ingot, but I don't think I found enough. You have two ingots. You, you I think we're told more. you needed a third. Mm, one of the ingots, very specifically, you found it in the Dragon's Horde, and it had a twisted hammer over an ivy-covered anvil, which Asriel recognized as the sigil of Pacus Laedra, yes. an Aladrin master smith from the spring court of the Feywild, who lived in Thalassa 200 years ago. Yes, that's who she was trying to ask about. I just didn't have the name. Um, so, because Azriel probably just doesn't occur to her that that was 200 years ago. She's not fully familiar on timelines and stuff like that. Um, so, that's probably who she... What was that name again? Pacus Laedra. Pacus Laedra. Um, Barley kind of looks over at Shavid. So, uh, this tea you were referring to. Can I have yeah. some? <laughs> it's, um, uh, you've, you've probably heard of, um, Galore Root. I have. I've, I've got, uh, got a few doses and, and, um, uh, mainly use it, um, uh, to, uh, 
uh, for the visions. Hmm, uh, religious. Uh, it's uh, more of a spying vision. Ah, okay. And and which was wh why I was going to ask if um, we've got somebody we want to try to um, look in on if if I'm able to. Anybody recall uh, who would be a, a um, I don't know, Pacus, that would be a hard, hard one. To well, I guess to... Go ahead. my recommendation would be uh, maybe just to make sure Snow and or Romney is okay. I don't know if that's a waste to you. Um, it seems like this route is hard to come by. Uh, very, very expensive. Uh, like a well, now that you've mentioned that it is a lore route of which you speak, I do know someone here in town who could get you some for a price. Actually, for a price. Uh, I wouldn't mind, um, actually, uh, learning more about um, its uh, preparation. I'm always up for... Uh, a uh, more satisfactory uh, tea brewing experience. Um, so we could just uh, make this a a, uh, a social and uh, spiritual uh, uh, brewing uh, rather than a, a specifically you know mundane operational type. Um, Host, so we can all microdose, is what you're saying. Absolutely. That sounds cool. What? Oh, we kind of needed this bonding experience. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, particularly, um, oatmeal that, uh, on, uh, on your recommendation. By all means, let's let's do this. Fire up that uh, pot again, and and um, we will uh, brew some tea. And I'll start uh, rummaging through my uh, haversack. All right. He I sets up. Don't... Oh, go ahead. He sets up the tea equipment and and brewing equipment ready for you to do your thing, Javid. Go ahead, Burr. I was going to say, I love that you don't know where I can fix my sword, but you do know where you can score some drugs. What you uh, been up to, Burly? Oh, you know me. Javid, does this make you hungry? Because we don't really, I mean, do we have snacks? This is in our house. I just, oh, yes, I don't want to yes. be... <laughs> Plenty of snacks. Oh, point me in the right direction. I got you. <laughs> just want to make sure we're prepared. Like, I've never done this before, um, and I just, yeah. So, like, snacks help yeah. not uh, have a bad trip happen. Briar, you uh, you get stuff ready on your end, and, and uh, we're waiting for the uh, water to boil again. I will uh, pull out um, a couple of doses of Lori wrote, and we'll see how uh, 
How does this okay. work? Um, so if you wish to um, do your uh, brewing and actually attempt to do the scrying, that's okay. Um, but otherwise, you can just brew it and share it with everyone. Well, I mean, if 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 it's a really successful um, batch, maybe I, I want I do want to um, sure go ahead take. Uh, um, I'll tell you before you imbibe it, you are familiar enough with Alore that if you get a really bad roll, which I don't actually don't think is possible for you anymore, I think you're too high leveled now for it, but if you did get a really bad roll, I think you're more than proficient enough in understanding Alore Root that you'd be able to tell it was going to make you sick. So you wouldn't need to drink it, you know? Okay. Um, it would unfortunately just be a waste of one of your doses. But you can go ahead and try and brew it, uh, and then see what happens. Alright. Um, Do you need the rules say. again? Yeah. Alright, so remember it is uh, under the Discord, under Campaign 2, one of the pinned messages from a billion years ago. Uh, home brewery, natural crit, and then you go there. And it is under. That's most to remember. Is Olore root. So you've got to do your wisdom check, adding proficiency, um, your proficiency uh, bonus. If you're proficient with herbalism kits, you make the check with advantage. Discord is not finding. Which tab are you in? Are you in general? Campaign 2. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. I'm sure. Are you sure about that? Mm hmm. Either way, I need you to make a wisdom check, adding your proficiency bonus. Oh, I see. Okay, your note didn't include Alora, which was what I was looking for. Well, you got to click the pinned messages thing, not searching. If you click the pinned messages in the top right, it will show you where I pinned the homebrew rule. Hmm. Anyway. So can uh, and Barley show me to the kitchen so we can try to make some goodies? Oh yeah, you guys are. I mean, it's it's a really small apartment. It's like a single room. It's essentially a studio apartment, um, kind of setup. You know, there's uh, everything that you could possibly need right here in this room where you you don't have to go anywhere. Okay. Well, while Javid's doing that, I'm gonna chat him up. So who lives downstairs if not you? Oh um. My landlady and her family. Ah. Uh, um, is yeah. there another entrance to your your place? Uh, I mean, the window. That's what I use. <laughs> well, shit. Should we, uh, should we go close the door? Oh, yes. Probably. Um, make sure you <laughs> lock it, too. You know, I don't typically uh, go in or out that way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send uh, somebody else down to go do that. <laughs> 
I will go lock the door. Okay. Alright, Azrael heads downstairs and shuts the door and locks it. Um, and, yeah, I just, you know, obviously I come and go through the window. I don't really need to do anything else. Yeah, that's what I figured. Oof. Okay, well, whoops. <laughs> so, how long have you been here? Oh, a while, a while. I think six months. Okay. I haven't seen you since, I don't know, when's the last time you were home? Oh, a year or two, maybe? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, it's been a little while, huh? Yeah, I'm supposed to reach out and help you guys do another run, but I've just been so busy and interested in other things. You know how it goes. Oh, trust me, I know. I know. Yeah, I don't know if that whole coyote business is going to work out for me anyway. Oh, fair enough. It obviously wasn't my thing. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be my thing either. Um, so, if you do happen to hear from your old mom and dad, um, can you just tell them, just not mention me, that we came this way? Oh, sh sure. I mean, if they're really worried about you, I might have to mention that I saw you and you were okay. Okay, yeah, that's fine. You can do that. You know, your your mother worries about you sometimes. Probably. Yeah, I know. Alright, fine. Wait, Briar, have you really talked about your parents much? Like, do you guys not get along? Um, it's not that we don't get along. It's just kind of that I, uh, I was supposed to be helping them with a the job, and I decided not to. Okay, and I, I mean... didn't tell anybody. You the only one so... that's supposed to be helping them with this job? No, it's kind of a family business, you know. No, oh, well, that's lame. Like, you don't want to go into a family bit. Like, not every kid's gonna go exactly. into the family business. They I'm can't like, expect that of you. That's ridiculous. No, exactly. Well, they actually didn't want me to, and I, uh, I pushed them, and then, uh, yes, and then I decided they were right, and I didn't want to do that. And you couldn't have told them that. Oh, you no. just were right, huh? Hmm, <laughs> that's yeah. rough. Yeah, yeah. So I probably ought to check in at some point, but I don't think I'm ready to. Yeah, well, at least you didn't really disappoint them if they didn't want you to do it anyway. Yeah. You're kind true. of doing what they wanted in the first place. No, I don't think I am. <laughs> I don't think they would approve of, you know, like getting arrested and nearly dying and breaking out of prison. And, yeah, you know. I, I think they kind of thought you were going to stay home in the swamp and, you know, do what everyone else does. Just kind of taking care of things around the caravan. I feel yeah. like. Yeah, and I didn't want to do that, so. Oops. Well, I mean, would you I, change I anything? Um. Well. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't expect to be like a wanted criminal or anything like that, you know. You're a wanted criminal? My goodness, tell me no. what's been going on. <laughs> Before that, she saved a whole town. There's you a remember statue. that, right? Well, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about handedly killed the dragon. Yeah, so I mean, oh. beat that, parents. I'll, I'll be sure to probably not tell them that part. I think. Yeah, that's probably not the best either. <laughs> yeah, that might be a part I leave out when I talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. It really depends on who you talk to. Javid, how's your brewing going? Splendidly. I can't I, see uh, your roll. Really? Um, yeah, so... I got a 23 on the uh, brewing check. Uh, so I got advantage on the, the uh, constitution saving throw, uh, which means I got uh, 19 on oh, the con 23. save. You had yeah, okay, you had... And you got a 19, so you can scry. Right. Who are um, you scrying? You know what? Um, Wait, if any of us drink this, are we are we going to be scrying? Uh, instead of my doing this, this whole thing, uh, I want to uh, pour out for everybody present a, a little uh, a dose. So as... Uh, Demetari says you all can uh, microdose Alore, and uh, uh, this this is really good stuff. And and so it it may be that um, one of you um, gets gets the the full experience. So wait, if everyone does a microdose, does that mean no one gets to scry, or just one? Like it'll be like a round robin of who gets to scry. Why no? I have all of you make your um, constitution saving throws. And we will see who... And you guys do have advantage. Also, I made some really good snacks. Oh, good. <laughs> What's the DC? 14. 14. Got it. <laughs> Alright, so Demetari's definitely having a bad trip. And Briar, can I get you to make another save? Okay, 22. Alright. So, the five of you begin to uh... Drink your Alore root. And Demetari, as you you kind of drink it, and it's like um, there's ants crawling all over you, and you're like just getting really like anxious. Like you can hear every once in a while, like someone's banging on the door downstairs, and you look for it, and they're gone. And you're just like kind of starting to freak out a little bit. Guys, there's like a whole family down there. What if there's kids? What if they get into the stash? Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is a bad idea. And I like I can hear my core spirit talking to me right now. She's every time out. she's like mentions something, the rest none of you else hear it. Um but Briar, um, I'll say with your twenty-two that you can scry on someone of your choice. Hmm. Well, we were talking about uh dear old mom and dad, so Let's let's Okay, so they are on a separate plane of existence, so it will be a little bit more difficult to scry on. Okay. Or are they? Or are they? Alright. Uh 
Oh, never mind. You can only scry on someone who's the same plane of existence as you. Uh, okay. Well then. Well, okay. You so you would like to scry on mom and dad. Alright. Your senses begin to focus. And you can see a rather familiar sight. It is the tall pine trees of the windless wood. And you're watching your parents shepherd a group of elves out of the trees down a small path along a narrow cliff face, over a small stone bridge, and towards Newt Abbey. They seem well, not stressed, uh, telling jokes to one another and uh, stopping for a drink of water. They seem all right. And as your uh, time watching them comes to a close, you can tell that they are probably at Newt Abbey. Okay. Whoa, that was trippy. Is everybody else still, like, um, experiencing things? It is not a very long high for Olore Root. You are probably the last one to kind of return to consciousness. It's very, like kind of like a flash-in-the-pan experience. No more than about 15 minutes as far as the high goes. But you do feel good for a while. Um, so um, you else? have... Uh, you have advantage your, on wisdom. Your senses are, are really keen. Your senses are keen. You can hear things better. You can see a little bit better. And that lasts about an hour. That's cool. You have advantage on wisdom throw, checks uh, and uh, saving throws for one hour. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, Demetari is just like kind of freaking. Out. Yeah. Never we're, again. We're uh, we're trying to uh, to help her get through this bad trip. Yeah, I yeah. imagine she's like holed up in the corner with like a knife, and we're just like, put the knife down. There's nobody here. <laughs> I'm just like freaking out. Got Gambi in my arm. Just like it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. How long does this last to be? Why did you make me do this? Why did I think this was a good idea? And the whole time, um, Barley is kind of like, like, he's like patting her head and like feeding her like potato chips or something, like whatever you made for a snack. <laughs> it's going to be okay. I had this happen to me one time, and he's telling you about the time that he thought frogs were trying to eat him. That's a very real fear. <laughs> I think you're just making it worse, Barley. <laughs> 
Oh man. So how did uh, Azrael do? Did she? I pa I imagine it didn't affect her much because I passed, but I wasn't as high as you. So yeah. I imagine like she just it was kind of like eh, that's. Feels she feels good. good. Yeah, she feels nice, um, but she didn't experience anything quite like what you experienced. Okay. I mean, so, you, you still yeah. get the the uh, heightened senses. So everything looks brighter. Sounds yeah. are, are uh, clearer, crisper. Colors the, look better. Uh, Potato chips are just the best thing you've ever had. I mean, yeah. to be fair, I don't normally taste stuff, so maybe it's the first time I taste potato chips in like 200 years. Like, oh yeah, these are the these best. Are, these are really good. <laughs> yeah, they're the best potato chips you've had in like three centuries, so they're pretty good potato chips. <laughs> just, well, yeah, eating the egg, just like, ah. <laughs> All right. So that was a success, I think. You know, get some some comfort. Except for Devatari Sasari. Uh, you know what? It's just not for me. It's just not for me. I'm glad everybody else <laughs> had a good time. Duh. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell Bartley that everybody seems like they're doing alright. Good to know. I'll probably get in touch with them here soon. You know, I kind of feel like I've worn out my welcome here a little bit. Yeah, you probably gotta move on, bud. Yeah, maybe I'll Where head home. Where are we going next? Maybe, maybe you can hang out with us for a minute? Um, I was planning most of the way home. You know, if you were someone coming here to murder me, I think I was just gonna head home. Mm, okay. Uh, probably grab one of the little boats out of Thalassa, head to Tidesgate, head along the um, seaside trail, head over to Nightbury, Newt Abbey, all the way, all the way home. Yeah, that's where they were. You might be able to catch them if you're hurry. Good to know. Okay. Sorry I couldn't well, help you with your um, sword problem. Well, that's alright. It was good to see you, man. Well, give him a big hug and stuff. Of course, of course. Um, but yeah, don't be afraid to uh, reach out to uh, Send me a message if you need. I'll always be around, of course. Alright. That sounds good. Well, sorry we scared you. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get murdered. But then it's your niece, so you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part where you say, sorry you were kidnapped instead of me. <laughs> ah, yes, I do apologize for that. Uh, so sorry that someone mistook you for me. Yeah, it's alright. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you were in a... pride will eventually go away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you were in the box, and they opened it up, and the fellow who grabbed you said, Oh, I got him, and the other guy said, You idiot, that's not him at all. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm assuming the blow to my pride for being mistaken for my uncle will go away soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you 70 know. years older than you. Uh, probably, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Fairies live along. Jeez. But he looks good, you know. It's like, uh, yeah. you know, Briar's like twenty, and he's like a like a good thirty-one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll be around for maybe a couple more days if you need anything. Well, when you get home, since you're going that way, um, can you try to find somebody who can repair the sword for me? 
I mean, I could take it if you like. Uh, mm, nah, I'll hold on to it, but, you know, just send me a sending. Find somebody to send me a sending. Okay. If you, you know, find out anything. Of course, maybe I'll ask around. Um, I don't typically get over to the, you know, the right... Uh, Courts. Yeah, yeah, the courts. Like and the talk to people. Yeah, you know, you know how it goes. Uh, last time I visited the summer court and got in a little bit of trouble and so on and so forth. So. Yeah, you did. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, that's fair. this is a thing. They've probably you, gotten huh? over it at this point, though, right? You know, I've never known Queen Titania to get a, over that sort of thing, but who knows? Maybe. <laughs> okay, bud. Well, you know, be careful. Yes. Anyway, best of luck to the rest of you out there and um, whatever uh, saving cities and other things that you're up to. Alrighty. So, where to next, everybody? In the world. One in adventure at a time. No, we still gotta go uh, so, figure out how to get another um, ingot of fey steel and, and uh, get your get dawn put back together. Yeah, so we, we want to ask about Pacus Lyra. That's the name. Um, she's somewhere in the city, I swear. Alright, why don't we go find like a blacksmith in general? Yeah, we could do that. Point it in the right direction. Right, yeah. right. Ask around, get pointed in another direction. Well, Barley, before you go. Um, yes. Or before we go, I guess. Um, do you know where a blacksmith is, in general? Uh, do you know? There are lots of them around. Depends on what kind of quality you're looking for. Most of the good ones are on the west side of the city. Okay. We're, we're talking about somebody who knows somebody who works on legendary weapons. So, you know, top probably start on the west side of the city but if you ask around i'm sure someone could point you in the right direction okay well we'll be seeing you then farewell good luck everyone and do lock the door on your way out I, again don't go out that way okay yeah and uh since uh you're uh, a aficionado of of uh, of fine teas uh, why don't I uh, leave you a, a dose for your own use? Oh, oh, thank you. Where are you going to ask where you can get more? Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, you can point me to uh, a uh, tea dealer. That would be... Uh, well, the fellow that I know who supplies my special goods... Um, is a fellow named Rodri. Um and you can actually find him over at the uh, uh, the Lonely Seagull Inn. That's where he usually hangs out. Um, but unfortunately, what? I think he Was might like? be one of Vertigan's friends. You know, young, dark hair, no beard. Sometimes he's got a mustache. Sometimes he hasn't. Um, okay. fair, fairly young fellow, I think. Couldn't be young, older than his human twenties. Would he have been involved in the kidnapping of Briar? Oh, I have no idea. Could I'm, be. I'm sure. 
Vertigan's probably got a large organization. Not everybody's involved in everything Vertigan's into. Well, I mean, so, I mean, just because he's friends with Vertigan, right? Like, look, I'm not going to kill him because of who he's friends with, but I just need to know if I want, if he should be killed or not. Uh, it doesn't sound like he would be the sort that is on the same uh, squad as the kidnappers. Okay. Well, maybe we'll, we'll ask him, and, and so that way we can know who to, who to properly kill. Uh, probably don't, don't kill be. Roderick if you're over there. You know, I've gotten some good deals from him. Wait, what else does he sell? Uh, mind spice. Um, Breeble dust, that kind of thing. Does he have, um, like, sued? Sued some good oh, stuff. Oh, definitely, yeah. And, uh... Out of this character, sounds like I'm a doctor's use what the other one is. Breeble <laughs> <laughs> grass. Snood. <laughs> yep, if that's the stuff you're looking for, he's got it. Zeal. That's what it is. What is it? Zeal. Probably he's got that too. I don't know. Do you know if he does like fair trade or? I don't typically ask those sorts of questions as far as these items are concerned. What's your dog doing? Wrestling. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, there they are. Yeah. Um, anyway, best of luck. Have uh, have a good trip. I'll talk to your parents and um, give them your best if the vibe is right. Okay. Sounds good. I won't be seeing you, bud. All right. Farewell, everyone. I'll probably be here for a couple more days if you need. And then obviously if you can um, send messages, I'll pick those. Okay. Is there a place we should send stuff to? If we want to talk to you? Oh, no. I'll, I'm never in one place for long enough for it to be useful. Alright, so. But you anyway, I'll uh, take a a, uh, a dose and, and uh, hand him the individually wrapped little package okay. for uh, uh, Briar's uncle and uh, fellow uh, imbiber. Please enjoy. He gives you a deep bow and uh, much appreciation. All right, so you're headed off and trying to find Pacus Ladra. Yes, um, we could start with Roderick, if you guys want. Or we could just go and try to find a blacksmith. Well, that's on the other side of town. Let's go ahead and try to find Roderick. While we're over here, you know. All right, so you're heading back to the Lonely Seagull? Yep. Okay. Stride back down toward the Lonely Seagull. The fellow you had talked to earlier is gone. The older seafaring man who pointed you in the direction of 
and barley. Uh, but as you look around, you do spot a young man, uh, late teens, early 20s, who matches Barley's description. He's uh, sitting at a table, and he's kind of looking around nervously. He's got a greasy little mustache and, um, like, sipping at an ale. It's all you, Javid. Yeah. Um, I wonder if, if, uh, if I changed what I looked like, it would, would uh, little put him a little more at ease. He doesn't know me. If I walk up to him and say, uh, Barley sent me, might, uh, Well, everybody thinks I am Barley. You want me to just go with you? Uh, yeah. Let's, let's just walk up and say hey. Yeah, just my uncle pointed us in your direction. So, yes, trying to give off uh, easygoing vibes. We're, we're, uh, we're not... I mean, we are heavily armed, but uh, not the... Not for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're yeah. just going to walk up to him and... Yeah, yeah. I can't think of a better way to uh, approach him, but... Uh, go up and say, Hey, uh... Thank you, Vodrick. Um, uh, yes. Um, sorry. Do I do I know you? Uh, no. But uh, a uh, friend of yours uh, said we could uh, probably find you here and and uh, have a quick chat. Uh, we're not interrupting anything, are we? Uh, no, no, no. Of course, of course not. Um, who was this friend? Um, uh, you know. Uh, Barley looks like my uh, pal here, Briar. He kind of squints and blinks at Briar for a moment. Uh, yes, yes, I know Briar or Barley. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, can I help you? Well, uh, he said that uh, you help him out with uh, uh, some of some of the more exotic uh, tea ingredients. Uh, I'm uh a uh, a big fan of of uh one in particular but i'm thinking maybe uh, you might be able to to uh, point me in the, in the direction of okay yeah what do you want so looking for a lorry route uh okay okay um uh 150 150 a dose well, that stuff's not easy to come by, man. You know? I already get it out of Marquette. Mm. You want it or not? That seems high to me. Okay, then you don't want it. Got it. And... Oh, by the way, um... 
You wouldn't happen to know a, a guy named Vertigan, would you? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, couldn't tell you if it sounds familiar. Do you want the Olori route or not, buddy? Because um, we, uh, our uh, business associates of, of Vertigan, and I, I think he would uh, want us to get your, your best deal. Give me an intimidation check or actually deception. Deception check. <laughs> oh, wow. He kind of blinks at you a little bit, looks you up and down. Uh, all right, I'll, I can. Sell it to you at a, a hundred, a hundred a, a dose, but I swear that's as low as it goes. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's that sounds like a very fair deal. Uh, and you'll you'll tell Vertigan, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, I mean, assuming you want us to, I mean. He doesn't have to know that, that you're uh, selling it for uh, below the going rate. Oh yeah, no, that's right. That's probably smart. Yeah, don't. Uh, sorry, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. All right. Well, David's uh, going through his bay, or while well, David is talking to him, can I go through his bay? Are you trying to like kind of sneak around and then start rummaging through? Okay. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah. Go ahead and give me a stealth check. All right, and then give me a sleight of hand. You're able to start rummaging through his bag. Um, I'm mostly looking for information, like about his contacts, about Vernigan, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, in his bag, it looks like he just has a bunch of different drugs and little glass vials. Um. He's got some gold in there, probably like 30 gold worth, uh, a few um, scraps of paper that seem to be functioning as IOUs, um, and then, yeah, a bunch of doses of a variety of drugs, but that's about it. He doesn't have anything specifically that's like, um, you know, something from... Here's where you find the hideout. Yeah, here's where Vertigan lives, like that, nothing like that. Or, like, yeah, contacts where he gets his drugs from. Um, you do note that uh, one of the things in his bag is a small leather ledger that has uh, the logo and information of... Hold on. Uh, the Cadian Trading Consortium. Which you would recognize as the front for the Ebon Shade and Vertigan's organization here in Thalassa. Yeah, I'm just going to take the ledger and pocket it. So that way I have his client's info. All right. I don't have 
gold on me, but I've got got a gem or two. Um, he's got three ghost doses that he can sell you of Alore root. Three doses is, is fine. That's a good number. Um. Would you take, um, or would you be able to give me a uh, change for a fire opal? How much is that? Thousand. No. Uh, sorry, I don't have anything worth quite that much. I can give you an IOU. Uh, we're not going to be around in town long enough to collect the IOU. Um, uh... So in our party inventory, we have two jets um, that are each worth 100 gold. Um, and you have two pearls that are worth 100 gold. Yeah, so, so you could use uh, those if you wanted to then owe the party fund. Okay, yes. Yes, we'll do that. Um, good exchange for Two jets and a pearl. Okay. For three doses. He happily takes them, and he slides over um, some small fabric pouches that are little tea bags for you. I want to uh, smell them and make sure that uh, we're getting the right thing and not some incense instead of hash or whatever. They're authentic. Pretty much. All right. Well, Roderick, it was a pleasure doing business with you. Um, tell uh, Vertigan we're looking forward to seeing him again soon. And uh, uh, we'll be seeing you around. He gives you a little nod and lets you depart. Um, Azrael, were you trying to do anything else in his power? No, I just pocket the ledger. Um, and that's it. Okay. Um, you can tell that he uses the ledger to keep track of... Um, sales, and then uh, some other information in there, but it appears to be written in some kind of code. Um, I might ask uh, Demetari to decipher it at a later date. Okay. Right, so we'll uh, head out and uh, head over to the west side looking for uh, a top-end armorer. Um, could could we have asked Roderick if he knew of a blacksmith? I mean, you can just start asking around. Okay, yeah. Let's just ask around while we're here in this inn before we start trekking. No, but I mean, Barley did say that it was on the west side we could find. We might as well, well head in that direction. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, since we're here, why don't we ask some of the patrons... If they know of a blacksmith able to craft um, face seal, my maybe question not, is: uh, uh, spread the word that we're yeah, interested in, in weird I, stuff like that. I already so got kidnapped might, here. All right, know. so a bl master blacksmith. I mean, Azure will yeah, specifically yeah. be asking for Pacus Lara, but in general, okay. we can just ask around if you know if anyone knows a Patrick Lara or if. 
of another master crafter in the city. All right. Well, I will tell you, it does not take very long for you to um, learn that uh, Ladra runs a blacksmith called the Elysian Anvils on the western side of town. Um, it appears to be pretty well known, and you guys are able to get over there pretty quickly. Um, it's a little bit late in the afternoon when you arrive, as you have to go again all the way back around the mountain to get to the western side. But you arrive at the Elysian Anvils. He's kind of uh, a little bit close to uh, the Imperial Complex, not too far away, but it is a large building. And outside there is a sign that bears the sigil that you have seen before, the one that you found on the small box. The twisted hammer over an ivy-covered anvil. Uh, as you approach... There are sounds of hammers striking metal. Uh, other sounds of a smithy at work. All right. Let's go see if we can find the uh, Master Armorer. All right. Um, before you guys go and find the Master Armorer, I think we'll go ahead and take a quick break. So, I'll see you guys in a couple
I didn't hear the question, but yes. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. The four of you arrive at the Elysian Fort. That which Azriel knows is allegedly the home of Pacus Laedra, a master smith from the Feywild. You are able to enter, uh, just walking through an open doorway. The heat of the forge is kind of flowing towards. You can see that much of the room is populated by human smiths. A few half-elves here and there, but each of them are hammering at anvils, striking metal, quenching blades, that sort of thing. It is noisy, hot, very sweaty space here. You do not see anyone who looks like an Aladrin. I'm just going to yell out, is, uh... Is Pacus here? As you kind of shout, uh, a group of the nearest smiths kind of look up from their work, wipe sweat off their brow. One of them just kind of grunts, points towards a door at the rear of the room, and then he gets back to hammering just loudly. Let's go. All right. Let's head back to the the back, picking our way between the uh, piles of uh, half-finished. Yes, you can tell that they are making swords, um, those of which you recognize as being the standard style used by the guards and soldiers here in the city. And they are churning them out by the dozen. Um, you approach the door and give it a knock. And there is a voice within, fairly accented. Yes? What's the name again? Pacus uh, Le Leira? Pacus? Are you in there? There's a little bit of shuffling, and then the door opens, and there's a man kind of dressed in a similar smith's outfit to the rest of them, long apron in front of him. Um, he is this kind of older-looking elven figure. He has, like, almost white, pale skin, these, like, brilliant blue eyes, white hair down the back of his head. He's got, like, what looks like almost frost is condensing on his head. What can I do for you? What Hi. do you want? Um, well, um, can you fix this? And I'm gonna bring out Dawn. He kind of like looks down at Briar and he like cocks his head a little bit inquisitive. And uh, reaches out and kind of grabs the blade by the, the hilt and begins kind of looking at it, turning it over, kind of inspecting Huh. Perks up and looks at the four of you. You're kind of inspecting each of you and uh, come in. And he gestures you inside, away from the heat, shuts the door. 
Um, it, it looks like it's a, a small stone room. There's a balcony, a cool breeze in this space. And it kind of heads over to it, and you look down. Uh, you're kind of looking over the roofs of some of the other buildings towards the sea. And he's still, like, just inspecting this hilt. He lets you guys kind of wander around in his space. There's a table, Smith's supply. Um, the room is a little bit peculiar overall. You can tell that uh, there's, like, things left over, half-completed projects, um, all kinds of uh, Smith's equipment, blades, and, uh, you know, un unhilted just the blade in the tank, uh, that kind of thing. Hammers and tongs and, and all manner of things in here. Um, it very much so kind of has the air of, you know, eclectic, uh, uncleanly genius to it, you know, where there's just like this little bit of madness to the room. I'm picturing uh, a bunch of the uh, precision instruments here that uh, don't go out on the floor, you know. Yeah. Hammers and tongs and stuff like that, but he's got the uh, precision he, caliper. Yeah, he walks over to one of the back, like, he's got uh, a cupboard of sorts, and he opens it up, pulls out a drawer, produces a set of calipers, and he's, like, measuring the width of the blade. Then he pulls out a uh, kind of, like, jeweler's eyeglass and inspects it a little bit. Um, he's just, like, investigating this hilt that you've handed him, and he probably spends... 10 minutes at least looking this thing over just like kind of muttering to himself i check in with Dawn see if she's okay she seems excited to be in the hands of someone who certainly knows what he's doing okay. after about 10 minutes of not interacting with you at all he kind of turns towards your your party places the hilt down on the table in front of you and how did you come by this? Found it. Her name's Dawn, by the way. I do recognize this blade. I have seen it in some of the documents where I was trained. I'm very curious as to how it made it into your possession. You know how it goes. You delve in a dungeon, and sometimes you find something neat in somebody's pockets. Oh, he was dead, so it wasn't. He's dead. It wasn't like I picked somebody yeah. living's pockets. It wasn't quite so bad as that. No. He kind of like perks up a little bit. Why have you brought it here to me? Uh, my buddy here said that uh, she remembered that you. This sort of thing, and we have your symbol here on this rock. And <laughs> I'm gonna give him the ingot. Alright, you give him a little box, he kinda opens it, inspects this face seal, sets it down on the table. Interesting. Um, and he's kinda looking at the handle and the ingot. Do you have any more ingots? I do have one more, and from what I understand, I need another. Do you have any? I do not. Hold on a second. And he kind of heads over to one of the 
cupboards and he's like pulling it out and he's like pulling out scrolls unfurling them for a second furling them back up setting them aside and uh, eventually he turns and you're adventurers are you not Been known to dabble. Uh, we'll give it away. <clears throat> well, um, yeah, uh, finding odds and ends in a dungeon—that's kind of kind of our thing. As you're talking to him, you note that his skin—it's like the color is returning to it, and his hair is starting to turn this like kind of like goldish red, and his eyes have turned almost a golden color. Um, is he kinda, that? Like normal for an Aladrin? It's an Aladrin thing. But it doesn't usually happen during a conversation. It can happen as quickly as their mood shifts. Uh. Do we know this? Like our characters, do they know that? You could make a... Um, I don't know, history check or... Uh, maybe nature? I think I would know what my uh, cousins are capable of. Well, Latrans very much are not elves. Well, what? they're a kind of elf. Yeah, they're a yeah, type of elf, but they're the type of elf that are normally in the Feywild, and they don't yes. normally come to... Um, Briar... Definitely knows that this can happen to them. She's probably met a legend before. Um, so this is not necessarily a surprise to her. Uh, Azrael, you've probably heard of this sort of thing before. Uh, maybe Javid's heard of it. Um, but as he is talking to you, um, suddenly he's got this uh, greenish color to him and his, like... Um, skin has like gotten this youthfulness to it almost. His hair looks more full and is colorful. There's like a flower beginning to sprout from um, And he's very excited, getting a little bit manic as he's rummaging through these documents. And he pulls one out, unfurls it. You can see that it appears to be some kind of um, blacksmithing diagram. Um, would you be able to Go somewhere for me and get one. Of course. Yes, okay. That's, that's we Before did. we agree, let me just point out that this last one was in the lair of an actual dragon. Uh, pfft, oh? That's alright. I'm sure the dragon won't mind. Um, this next one, how good are you at swimming? No. See, that's the part that kind of worries me. How hard is this going to require? Well, um, so there is a uh, location I have heard of. It was a few years ago. Local adventurers got all up in uproar, so on and so forth, about it. Um, just off the west coast here. Sorry, I'm uh, rambling a little bit. Um, there's a, a fortress or a castle or a city or something underwater, deep, 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 deep. Uh, that is, um, it is the, uh, ooh, it's a pre-calamity. Sorry, sorry. 
uh, and I'm pretty sure there would be some ingots there, at least one, hopefully. Um, but tiny, tiny, tiny little bit of an issue is other adventurers tried to go there, and most of them died. So just throwing that one out there as a warning. Do we know how they died? Did they just um, not swim good? Well, I heard that some of them came back, and they were attacked by undersea monsters of some kind. At the time, I wrote it off as like an interesting thing that I didn't care about so much, just local tales and events and that kind of thing. Um, but a bunch of the ones that didn't come back, I don't know, couldn't tell you. But it's down there for sure. If you got a boat and you went down there and you came back with an ingot, um, I could repair this sword for you. Okay. What if we looked around for an ingot that was not underwater? Like, there's, there's got to be ingots that aren't... They have them in the Feywild. You could go get one, sort of. They're not super common these days. Um, not I mean, a lot that, of... that sounds like we're going Is... close to the source if we go to the Feywild. Right. Where we don't have to breathe water. Which well, yes. Wait, uh, actually, guys. So, um, I just so happen... Um, with my own will um, and intellect, uh, have a spell that would allow us to breathe underwater. So it is doable, but also this. I'm, I'm looking towards. Um, or how long? It's like if it's ten minutes, it's going to take us longer to get down to get back. Javid, you think I hadn't thought ahead? It's twenty-four hours. Swim fast, and we're okay. Excellent, I'll see you tomorrow. Wait a minute. Yeah, actually, that is... So, wait a minute. Um, you want one ingot to go towards a sword that my friend has that she will not be giving to you. Um, okay, so let's just go ahead and get to the well, bottom of me. this. Um, uh, right, right, yeah, bottom line. How? I mean, do you want anything else? While we're down there, uh, like what's the one? Uh, we bring back two ingots and you keep one, or how? how sure, uh, as many ingots as you find. The sword's all yours. Really, repairing such a blade would be uh, just enough, right? I've heard that. just the invigoration I need for my career these days. You know, I was thinking about packing it up and heading home, and just wasn't doing it for me here anymore. You know, lost all the. All the special vigor to it, you know, the Emperor just wants the same stuff. He doesn't like any of my ideas, and he kind of gestures towards a pile of diagrams that he has that are, like, gathering dust. Ooh, can, okay, can I look at those? Sure, you're welcome to. Yes. Can I just leaf through them real fast, if anything sure. looks really cool? Go ahead and give me a uh, Arcana check. All right. A lot of the designs appear to be um, just kind of new styles of crafting armor. Um, you can see some that look very peculiar to you. You know, it's like uh, not just a suit of armor, but like the suit of armor fully encases the wearer and um, special diagrams of joints of armor and, and that kind of thing. 
Um, and then there's some designs that look to be like strange machines, you know, things that look like um, carts, uh, horse-drawn carts, but without the horse, and um, special boats that are made of metal, and, and strange things like that that just... Total nonsense, really. But, you know, bold ideas for sure. That can't be. Ships can't be made of iron. Iron sinks. Well, I mean, go for it. That it's some of these do seem quite reasonable. Um, I, I mean, I don't know why he would want not want to go into these ideas whatsoever. But I'm sure you're great at repairing swords. The best. All right, well, uh, Demetari, if, if we can go down there without drowning, then, and, and all of us can can uh, can go down, right? Not just one of us can breathe and everybody else has to drown. I'm just, I'm going to go ahead and share the spell with you guys. It's called Water Breathing. Um, it grants a Sounds like we'll willing... probably be able to breathe water. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> It grants up to 10 willing creatures uh, that I can see the ability to breathe underwater until it ends. Um, it also means that you can keep a normal way of breathing as well. Say we do decide to get out of the water, it's not like, you know, we'll have gills instead of lungs. I say let's go for it. As you guys are discussing it, you can see Pacus has like pulled out a fresh scroll, and he's like sketching some diagrams and adding some measurements and writing some things down. Hey, Donna, stay here, or can we take her with? No, no, no. You can take it. You can take it. I've got everything I need for right now. Okay. I wonder if Don can help us find the steel. Like, would she be able to like sense Faye steel? No idea. Good luck. And he's just like <laughs> a jitter, you know. All right. Well, let's get going, I guess. Where are you guys going? It's like nighttime now. It was evening. It is yeah, late. We should probably go in the morning. I think. I think monsters uh, come out at night. Doesn't matter if it's deep underwater. Uh, so we just wander out into the bay, and I'm sure it, we'll find it, right? Well, he had a map, right? Didn't he show us the map? He did not have the map. He just sat out in the water, and there's there's only a little bit of water to be. I mean, we ju we just uh, go so down we just, in the water. Go, go down in the water, and we'll find it, right? Exactly. Like to fish. Wait, should we have goggles or something? Do we need to prepare? Like, I know I, I can handle the breathing part, but can we see well? Do we need to wear that? Mm, yeah, there's general stops, shops. We could probably look for some type of goggles or something. Is it like a scuba shop? <laughs> right. <laughs> My next yeah, question is, shop. were those guys that were sweating and working super hard, working into the late hours of the evening, is that what you were... How no, it's not. It's not late right now. It's not dark yet or anything. It's just the afternoon. 
Okay. Let's go for it. Yeah. I feel like we're missing a piece of information, like how far out into the water do we go before we go down and in which direction? Can't you like talk and... to fish or some shit? You talked yeah, to spiders can... at one time. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, uh, we can talk to fish. I'll, I'll, uh, there you go. Go ask the fish <laughs> where the face deal is. Yeah, you solved your own problem. Look at that. Okay, so you guys are just going to head down to the docks and talk to some fish? Well, I thought we were going to get goggles first. Do we need There's goggles? No as goggles. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like a terrible no, idea. goggles. I don't know, do we want to split the party for this? Javid goes, talks to some fish, somebody comes with them to make sure he doesn't fall in, trying to lean in and hear them. Well... Um, we probably want to wait to talk to the fish until we're ready to go into the water, because the fish just might lead us to where we're going. True. And well, also, I, mean, I don't know if he needs to be able to breathe underwater will, to talk underwater. Can you talk underwater? How are we going to communicate? We need to figure that out. I feel like we're nuking this. I think we should have to go. <laughs> I mean, I can talk uh, underwater just fine, because I don't have to breathe. So, But sound travels differently. That's true, right? I think it's they're beasts. Um, what? I uh, said, so as long as they're beasts, are you know, fish not, not beasts? Yeah, they are. But I mean, as long as I'm, if I'm not talking to a monstrous beast or something like that, you know, an owl shark or something. Hmm. I think there's just normal fish there. That would be weird. There's definitely an owl shark down there now. Uh... <laughs> I feel like it'll all pan out. Let's just get going. All right. I mean, at least I can like talk in your minds. If all things go haywire. But, like, you know, sound does travel underwater, though, right? Like, we should be able to talk. Maybe just not as far. I mean, have you talked yeah, underwater before? I've dipped my... So, so you ever played that game where you, like, <laughs> scream at each other? And then, what did I say? <laughs> yes. Alright. So, are, I, are we going to get goggles, or are we just going straight for the water? Oh, wait, do my night vision goggles work? They will work. You know they what? Will. You guys don't need your goggles. F it. I have goggles. You don't want goggles? That's fine. I'm ready to go talk to some fish. Go talk to fish. Yeah. Don't come hey, crying to me fish. when your eyes sting. <laughs> Saltwater crazy. <laughs> yeah, we'll, okay. we'll go to the water, talk to the fish. All right. You head towards one of the um, smaller western fishing docks. There's a few vessels here and there. Most of them are on the smaller side. You can see that um, the fishermen are coming in for the evening. The sun is beginning to set in the distance over the water. You approach the uh, dock side. There's fish kind of swimming underneath it. And Javid, go ahead. Uh, let's see if I have enough time. Maybe we can find a, a live fish that's um, not in the water. And that way I can talk to it. And if it's alive, it'll talk to me. And I'm sorry, say again. You want a fish that's not in the water that is alive? 
Yeah. That doesn't sound like a good idea. Like they might, you know, if they're not in the like water. Like one of the fishermen's alive. fishes. Yeah, yeah. they probably not the best to talk to. They're probably oh. going. No, to no, no. Go deal. ahead. Yeah, no, no. Go ahead. Definitely talk to those guys. Can I just? I'll be the fish. It's like <gasps> you want what? Will you just put me back in the water? Help! Help! You just fucking <laughs> grab him yeah. and toss him, and then be like, "Hey, I saved your life. You fucking owe me." Where's this? Place? Okay, that's a great idea. That's true. Alright. I want to find a good sized fish. You know, one that's that's like a deep sea kind of fish. Deep sea kind of fish, big, uh, you know, good good body like a tuna. I wanna I wanna find a like a sturdy <laughs> sturdy fish. One that can swim. What are you gonna really do? Just like All right. <laughs> you grab one of the like Head over towards one of the, the fishermen who's getting things out. Tuna are really large. Yeah. Uh, and you start grabbing it, and like a couple of the fishermen come over, like, "Hey, what are you doing? What are you I'm doing with that?" I'm, 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 you know, kind of uh, feeling them and making sure that they're they're in, in good shape, that they're still yeah. alive. You know, the, the gills flapping, and yeah, the fishermen are coming over, like, "What are you doing, touching my fish for?" I'm just gonna go, go, go. Go <laughs> and heft up this fish and fly off. <laughs> oh, too bad Snow's not here to be a cat. Damn. Alright, so you grab a living tuna off one of those fishermen's, like, tables. Yeah, you know, they're, they're big, uh, but I'm, I'm uh, going around trying to find one that's, that's, uh, that I can talk to. Sure, you can find a living. Alright. For whatever reason, the fishermen neglected to kill it after they had brought in this eight-foot tuna. Yeah, they, they, they forgot to whack it over the head. Okay. Sometimes they just let them suffocate. Yeah. You know. This one's still alive. For whatever right. reason. So. Hey, fish. You tossing? Um, you toss them in the water? Um. If, uh. If you won't run away, I will toss you in the water, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a little fun here, you and I. Uh, do you know anything about Bay Steel? Oh wait, underwater underwater castle thing. Underwater castle or city? Not castle. quite sure. Yeah. Is he talking in a language we can understand? Uh, he's talking in common, but the fish can understand. Okay, okay. And the fish is kind yeah, of like... I'm, I'm looking for a dolphin. Oh, That the seal is stealing. <laughs> you mean like a mahi-mahi, like a dolphin fish? Yeah. Yeah, it's called a dolphin. Or, I guess, it used to be called a dolphin. I mean, that's what those are, right? They look like dolphins. That's a dolphin fish. Yeah, dolphin. Fish. They're not dolphin, they're dolphin fish. Okay. They got renamed to Mahi Mahi because people felt weird about eating them. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. I would know those are the fish on the submarine dolphin. Anyway. Uh, you are grabbing the this. The submarines are, are uh, Mahi Mahi? Yeah, the ones on the little symbol in your okay. little insignia. It's a Mahi Mahi. I thought they were regular dolphins. No, they're dolphin fish. Anyway, EAU. Um, jeez. All right. 
<laughs> you grab a dolphin fish, and as you are, like, running away, some of the fishermen are kind of, like, chasing you, like, hey, give that back! Yeah. Or, like, talking to it, and the, the, the dolphin fish is like, I'll, I'll take you anywhere you want to go, man, if you just toss me back in there. Uh, Lord of Man strikes again. <laughs> yeah. Um, if um, I'll, I'll put you back in the water, and uh, then you go to the underwater castle. Okay. Okay, you got it. Okay. Toss Take me in. Take us there. And before I toss him in, I cast Beast Sense. So I can use his senses, and then I'll toss him back in the water. Okay. Dimitari, can I get that a uh, sweet, sweet water breathing? Um. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Um. Could I have? turned Cosmo into, like, an octopus while he was doing his, like, tuna thievery? Uh, or... sure. Okay, alright. Um, cool. So, I'm gonna cast Water Breathing. Everyone's here. Alright. With Javid tossing the dolphinfish into the water, the dolphinfish with whom he can share his senses the dolphin fish begins to descend and swim away from the docks. What are you guys doing? You can now breathe that water. Probably had to follow that fish. <laughs> I don't have a swim speed. You do not. It's gonna be a little bit slow, but you'll get there. Well, so can how far down is the fish? Because if he's going like along the water, I can see him and kind of go up to I can go up to 150 feet following him. Sure. I would I'll say I'm, he's oh, staying near the surface. Yeah, if I'm on top of the water, I can walk on the water following him okay. a little bit anyways. All right, we'll just walk along the seabed while Azrael's up on the top. And I'm looking through the the seabed drops off quite quickly. It is a few hundred feet deep for sure, by pretty rapidly. And, uh, uh, I'm uh, I'm holding on to um, to Briar's shoulder because I'm using fish senses. I'm I'm looking through the eyes of the fish. Okay, so you guys are like flying along behind. What is um? Walking, you don't fly. Well, Briar can fly over the top of the surface of the water. Yeah, Briar can fly. Okay. And so, if you're oh. holding on to Briar, then I mean, technically, she's real strong. She could carry you. And and Demitari, what are you doing? I have donned my goggles, and you know, like hands clapped together, and I'm diving right on in. Like, I'm full sending in. I've got this fan- I got water breathing! I, I just- I don't walk on water. I'm not fancy. I can't fly. I'm sorry. That's Well, that's I could I carry you technically-ish. I think we did the math once, and and I technically can carry you specifically, because you and Briar are both light enough for me to carry. Go piggyback. Yeah. 
So, um, Azrael can't walk on water. She can walk across water on her turn. Yeah, you're that's not, true. You're not, you know, Jesus. Yeah, it, yeah so it's, so, let me actually, <laughs> let me, let me, where'd it go? Uh, here we go. You can move along vertical surfaces and across liquids on your turn without falling during the move. So I imagine that just every time I move, I hop on top of the water. You do like a little sprint over the water and then you kind yeah, of sink back in. Come back in, come back up, walk, jump back in, walk. It probably looks very weird, but to be fair, no. Azrael's travel in general always looks weird. So this is a new, new weirdness. Okay. Could it be argued that if we're not in turn-based order, her turn is always? Mm, maybe. Because like, she's main character of here, you know? <laughs> okay. But yeah, I don't have to. If you don't want me to carry you as you're, I'm like dunking in and out of the water, you, you could just swim. Yeah, I'll just swim. I'll swim. I may mess around, like, grab a- if I get tired, because I'm assuming that's not going to change, I'll, like, uh, you know, grab an ankle of yours and just let you kind of do the Yeah, work. you guys are kind of, like, slowly swimming along, and every once in a while the beast kind of, uh, the dolphin fish kind of loops back around, and um, it would probably take you guys a while, at least an hour, to get where you're going. But eventually, the dolphin fish dive. You're far enough away that you can no longer see Thalassa. The sun has disappeared mostly over the horizon. And it is now just an orange kind of band across as darkness is falling. The water is getting quite cold. Are you guys swimming down after the dolphin fish? Absolutely. Alright. Alright, let's do it. Does my cracked drift globe work here? Yeah. Underwater? Why not? Okay. I'll probably use that then. Okay. Alright, you begin to dive and swim downwards following the dolphin fish. It is probably about 300 feet down. You can breathe. The water is heavy. It's almost beginning to crush you now. Your movement is kind of slowed and awkward at this depth. But the dolphin fish in front of you does begins to do small turns, and the light from your cracked drift globe illuminates what looks like a stone edifice, a wall of some sort that is partially sunken into the seabed. There appears to be a number of obelisks cracked and fallen over. And in the center of them, what used to be some kind of passageway and a door. As you approach, you can tell that it is decorated in a similar style of some of the Fey buildings that you have seen in the Feywild Briar. You recognize 
has a similar decorative architectural style. But this one is strange, being made of stone and so far from home. Okay, I'm gonna signal to everybody that I recognize it, like, eh. and then swim on in. All right. Are we able to <clears throat> detect signs of, of um, intelligent life? I assume that there's, you know, underwater life down here, but um, I don't suppose um, use like the, the door shows signs of having been opened and stuff like that. Not that you can tell. Go ahead and give me a perception check for anyone that is looking around. Yeah, I'd be looking for the monsters that were talked about in specific. Um, okay. Uh, Javid, I don't see your roll. For some reason, your roles yeah. aren't going to the foundry. Oh, it, um... I didn't notice that the <clears throat> game had started up again. Go ahead. I'm, uh, yep, joining in. Tut tut. All right. The rest of you, uh, Briar, is it swimming towards the door through the pillars? The rest of you looking around into the dark abyss of the ocean. Demitar, you note that the dolphin fish suddenly turns and disappears rapidly into the darkness. And on one of the distant pillars, you watch as some kind of shape swims along. Bubbles rise next to it. Did I still have uh, beef sense up? Uh, don't think... I think it's been too long. Beastance only lasts an hour, and you guys are way past an hour. Um, I'm going to take a minute to, like, mind link, I guess, with everyone. Um, and let them know, like, I, I think there's something dangerous nearby. As soon as you mind link with them and say that, there's another shape to your left, and another... And you watch as these huge figures, kind of like webbed hands, grasp the stone, pull themselves out, and you see these strange mermen, covered in thin, jagged-looking teeth. And one of them produces a harpoon, and I need you guys to roll for initiative. Sorry, there are more than there were supposed to be. There are only supposed to be five. Uh, sorry, I didn't um, have my token selected. 
All right. Javid, it is your turn. Remember that we are underwater. That's disadvantage on attacks, right? Uh, uh, let, let's pull up the rule. It's been a while since we fought underwater. When making a melee weapon attack, a creature that doesn't have a swimming speed has disadvantage on the attack roll unless the weapon is a javelin, dagger, short sword, spear, or trident. Okay, yeah, and so you have disadvantage. Misses a target beyond the weapon's normal range, even against a target with normal range, the attack roll has a disadvantage unless the weapon is a crossbow, net, or weapon that is thrown like a javelin. All right. Hmm. It is your turn, Javid. All right. <clears throat> um, do any of these guys seem like... Um, you know, important, like wearing a, 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 a fancy um, hat or something? No. Yeah, this is what they look like. Literally more people. But way nasty. Alright, well, um, I guess diplomacy is out, so uh, I will cast um, Hunter's Mark, and on, uh, that guy, and I'll, see what happens when we shoot him. Which guy are you attacking? The one right in front of us. Uh, this guy. That one. Okay, got it. Thank you. Uh, so if... Um, if that hits, then... With uh, Hunter's Mark and... Regular damage. Uh, that's a twelve. And is that it? Your sixteen. That does. Yes. All right. I'm gonna shoot him again. All right. Your arrow. Strikes through the water, grazing the marrow. He kind of, like, growls and 
sends up a cloud of bubbles. That one hits too. All right. And we'll use my um, You can attack a third time, right, on the first combat? Surge of, yes. To attack a third time. And... And... Uh, Red Ambusher. There we go. All right. What is that? Uh, Twenty. All right. The sec, the third arrow <laughs> sinks directly into the creature's chest, and it just begins to drift. This like cloud of blood pouring. And, um, I'll, uh, shoot back up against whatever this thing is. So, so That's the door. Pillar or something? The door. All right. All right. Ezreal's turn. So, quick question, because I'm trying to interpret this. So, the rules to underwater attack refer to melee attack weapon, or melee weapon attacks. And so my unarmed strike, it's in lieu of, so basically the way it works is instead of using a weapon to make a melee weapon attack, you use an unarmed strike. That still counts as a melee weapon attack, correct? It's just in lieu of, so it'd still be a disadvantage. Um, that's a monk thing, right? Yeah, it's a monk thing. So I... I'm pretty sure it's still at advantage. I just wanted to confirm. No. Not a disadvantage? Okay. Then I'll just run up and hit the guy. Um, so, yeah. Um, it doesn't call it a weapon attack. Okay. Specifically, then, it's an unarmed. It's not a weapon attack. Yeah. It's just because it says, right, instead of making... A melee weapon attack, you can use an unarmed strike. I was just wanted to confirm. Then, since I'm not at disadvantage hitting him, that's what I'm going to do. Except you're beating a dead fish. I mean, that's fine. Why? Oh, he's dead? Like, dead dead? He's dead. Oh. Okay, then I will go and attack this one over here. That one. Sorry, I'm still reading the rules on unarmed strike. 
Yeah, no, it's alright. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't call it a weapon attack, so. Okay. Alright, four. I mean, you have to do be very close and personal to them, so I guess if that yeah. kind of makes sense. I mean, you're just like, you're just punching them, you're not using a weapon. Uh, okay. 16, 26, 13, 20. Those all hit for 39. If he's dead before any of the hits, then I'll move over and hit something else because I have more than enough movement to move to the guy in front of me. He is not dead, but he looks pretty bad. He looks pretty bad? Okay. Um, so that's the end of my turn. Okay. All right. It's Briar's turn. You are in front of the door. Well. I'm gonna rage, and I'm wondering since I get advantage when I rage, will it just be regular chances of hiding if I use my uh, my axe? Uh, let me just. Check. If you do have advantage, it would be just a straight. But wait. Okay, so never mind. It says melee damage. Never mind. Oh. Yeah. So you don't have advantage Not on all. You just have a bonus. Okay. Uh, this is fine. I don't know if I remember how to. Your interior rage. Let me see. So that I'm already raging. Yeah. Whoops. Okay. So I'm going to rage. And then I'm gonna roll on this table over here. Seven. Um, seaweed grows? Question mark? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> or are they just gonna be like, suddenly like, the fuck is that? There's this, like, there's this net of seaweed that suddenly sprouts around you and is just getting in the way of everything. Okay. So then I'm going to swim up to... Let's see. How far can I go in the water? Uh, half speed, I'm pretty sure. So 15 feet-ish. Uh, you have 40 feet of movement, so you could go 20 feet. Okay, well, suppose I will go 5, 10, 15, 20-ish right here. Oh, one more. Right there. Okay, perfect. And then throw a javelin at this guy. Okay. You don't have a disadvantage on that. That is one of the specific things you do not have disadvantage yeah. on, so you can go ahead and just throw that. I was just hoping to use my axe, that's all. <laughs> okay. Oop. That hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. You swim forward, draw the javelin, and then you just like just sink it into the chest of the marrow, and he just wheels backwards into the darkness as your javelin pierces into him and kills him. And could I hit this guy? Or is this like a pillar or something in my way? That is a pillar in the way. Um, but you could probably, you could probably still hit him. It's fine. So they're like broken and not all the way, you know, standing. 
So then I will throw another. That hit. What's your range on Javelin? 30. Okay. 10 damage. Your javelin sinks into the shoulder of the marrow. Let's out a. And then wait, I don't know if this will be an action. I don't think I don't think it's a bonus action. Let me see. Okay, never mind. It's an action. I'll do it next time. Okay, I'm done. Okay. The one that just got javelined, you watch uh, Azrael as it throws a harpoon towards you. You kind of like swim out of the way and it sails past you. And then the marrow begins drawing it back, just rapidly pulling it back towards itself. Um. One of them is going to swim over. Um, this one's going to swim. Uh, Javid, the, one of the other is attacking. Your AC is 16. That is a hit. You take 8 piercing damage, and I need you to make a strength contest. So make me a strength check. <clears throat> um, athletics or strength? it's just strength it just says strength alright you like resist the harpoon flies and towards the marrow you remain where you are he rolled worse than you um, but you did take 8 piercing damage He's going to swim the rest of the way towards you. Actually, he couldn't get all the way. He can only get to there. That one's going to swim over and he's going to attack Demeter. Alright, that misses. You kind of like swim out of the way as it sails over you. And the marrow is going to back. Uh, Demetari's turn. I am wondering how fire is going to go, um, underwater. You would imagine? Probably not well. Um. So I guess I want to use twin spell, um at 
second level for Ray of Sickness, and I am going to target the two that are closer to me. I think if you're twinning a spell, you have to make two attacks. Strangely the same. That's a meta magic thing. How do you? How do you... Uh, it's a feat I have. I just hardly ever use it. All right. Um. Okay. And then, do I need to roll two separate damage? Hold on. I got. I'll just forget about almost all of my feats. I have to try and read my character sheet like every time yeah. we get on. Yeah. <laughs> nah, just go ahead and roll me. I mean, you can roll me twice if you want, but you can just roll once. Well, if it's a bad, if it's, it's a bad roll, then sure you can roll again and try to do better. All right, sounds good. Which two are you targeting? The one that um, are close. The two close. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, I'm rolling again. Okay. Alright. And that's... And they are both... All right. Is that the end of your turn? Um. No, I'm going to be running away. Well, swimming away, I guess. So, hang on. Let me just like you know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go be my by my my buddy Azriel here. Behind the half broken pillar, and, right. and now I'm done. Javier. Mm. All right. Um, I'm going to use my bonus action to transfer Hunter's Mark to uh, the guy that shot at me. Uh, shot his harpoon, tried to harpoon me. And, and I'm going to do him the same way. Stick him. That hits. And with my second attack, the same. Those both hit, yeah. And then I'm going to back up out of the way a little bit. 
What's the lighting like in here? Uh, the lighting is every, what is it, uh, 30 feet, 30 feet from uh, Briar? Oh, otherwise dark? Yes, it is like pitch black down here. Uh, okay. Well, I got my drift globe, but I don't know how far it sheds light. That's a 30 feet, that's why it's centered on you. It's a little purple circle. So that, I'm pretty sure, is bright light, and then 30 feet beyond that is dim light. Got it, alright. And that's it for me. Okay. Azrael turn. Um, so it doesn't look like... Well, we could move up to it. Are any of the, this one's badly injured, right? Um, I'm going to use my... Hold, hold the dead. I'm going to use hold the dead on that guy. Okay. Uh, and I'm hopefully he's dead. Uh, was it? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, was it? Uh, seventeen. He perished. Awesome. Um, I'm not gonna move because I like the cover of the pillar over here. So I'm just gonna stay where I am. And that's my turn. All right. Briar's turn. All right. I'm going to move to right here. And I'm going to try and stab that guy right there. All right. So. Let's see. <laughs> Christmas be home. Is that hit? Uh, yes. Okay. And then I'll do it again. <laughs> that also. Alright, he's just like peppered with javelins. Bleeding profusely. Yeah, that's all I got, but... Oh wait, actually, do I have an extra attack? No. Because I'm not using my axe. Looks like you can only attack twice. Mm, I had a bonus action. Oh, hand axe. Okay. Yeah. Okay, right. that's it then. You suddenly watch as two more marrow swim out of the darkness towards you. Uh, the one that just got javelined twice is going to start running away.
Yeah, that's right. This one's going to swim up, and he's going to try to attack Demeter. You can just kind of, like, twist to the side. The harpoon flies past you, goes taut, and then he yanks it towards himself again. Uh, let's see. It's those goggles, man. Really? Alright, one of them is going to swim up. And it is going to throw a harpoon at one of the uninjured, newly arrived ones. It's going to try to attack Brock. Miss. Uh, another one is going to swim down and get within me. And it is going to attack you with its claws and teeth. Alright. They both connect. Teeth and claws burrowing into you for 10 slashing damage and 11 piercing damage. Which you are raging, so that would be 5 and 5 for a total of 10 damage. Uh, Demetari's turn. Can I, um, just chill touch the dude that tried to shoot me? Sure. Uh, the poisoning lasts until the end of their turn, right? Um, let me double check here. Oh, the end of your next Okay. So they're still poisoned. That hits, good and roll damage. Okay, and so he's basically um, restrained, right? Considering it clings to him? No. Oh, I don't understand. He can't regain hit points. Okay. Um, is Was that door opened? No. The door is still closed. Okay, um... Is there a way that I can possibly, because I know we don't really include um, Gamby in the role, but could I just have him take my movement to um, swim over there and see if he can get the door open? Um, sure, you could, as a bonus action, have him swim over there and start investigating the door. Uh, yeah, I'll do that, and then I'll kind of stay where I am, because, okay. well, yeah. All right, Javid's turn. Alright. Well, I uh, will use my bonus action to transfer Hunter's Mark to this one. So it's encroaching and threatening and chucking harpoons at my friends. And then I will uh, shoot at him. That hit. Uh, 
He is still standing and just barely. Alright, well, I'll shoot him again and see if we can put a stop to that. Alright, your second arrow pierces through him. And he begins to sink to the bottom. The water here is filling with blood. That's very unsanitary. Um, <laughs> right, yeah, I feel like, like the uh, water here is pretty uh, septic. You know oh, that that's it for me. things poop themselves when they die and we're worried about the blood? Okay. Both of those are very insanitary. Azrael's turn. <laughs> Alright, well, I'll move over here, flank with uh, Briar, and then just punch him. Did I get attacked earlier? Uh, yes. I'm so sorry, my mama called me. In here. Uh, how much you took it? 10 damage. <laughs> Yeah, my phone rang and the kids got home all at once. <laughs> Alright, well those hit. It should be four of them in total. Um, Sorry, I, the first one wasn't with advantage, but I'm pretty sure it hit, so it's fine. And then that's that's the end of my turn. Thirty-two damage as you just bludgeon, like crunching the scales of the marrow. Briar, it's your turn. Alrighty. Um. So that guy's dead, yeah. Uh, the one next to you, um, he is not. Dead. He's not. Oh, okay. Which one? Died? You uh, hit one earlier, and he swam away. He ran away. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then well, Javid gonna... killed one over over in the other area, but th this guy you could probably kill him. Um, can I retroactively I roll on the barbarian too? Uh, sure. If you would like a new ability. Yeah. Well, I'm colorful. Nice. You have plus one to your AC. Okay. Okay. And then I'm gonna. Jab at this guy. Alright. Uh, you don't have to hit him with a javelin. You can hit a melee. Um, it would just be a it'd just be a straight roll. Okay. We'll do that then. That does hit. So go ahead and roll it. Six damage. And with that, you cleave the marrow in two. There's bisected chunks floating away. Regret. <laughs> sounds very gross. Chum, the water's here. Yeah, yeah. the water is full of chum. Oh god, no, that's not good. <laughs> and then I want to turn around and ha um, fuck a uh, javelin at that guy. 
Okay. Go for it. That does not... Your javelin sails through the water. The marrow kind of lets out a snarl as he's, like, readying his harpoon. Oh, okay. Okay. Alright. And with that... The marrow lets out a snarl at the rest of your party, and then he rapidly swims away. That's right. Go tell your fishy friends what they got. And there's more of that where that came from. As soon as the marrow disappears into the darkness, Demetari. Uh, Gamby, kind of, uh, there's some kind of writing on it, and I can't really read it. I'm sorry. Uh, alright, I mean, seems like we're out of initiative. Can I just swim over? Sure. What are the rest of you guys doing? Swimming over. I'm gonna go up to Demetari, and I'm gonna give her a little kiss on the forehead. And I'm going to um, give her back a spell slot. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I always forget I can do that. <laughs> Let's see. A little smooch on the head, and your magic is restored. Yep. Well, I feel all warm roll and fuzzy inside now. Yeah, you roll a, a d3, I think, and then you get back. Yeah. Okay. Roll d3. The creature regains uh, one expended spell slot, the level which is equal to the the number rolled or lower. Your choice. Okay, wait. I'm kind of lost. You said a, d a d3? Yeah. Uh. That's what it says. D3. You, I don't you know can... what that looks like, but... Uh, you can just roll a d3. It just feels like somebody asked me to go get windshield wiper or like linker fluid or something. I rolled you a three. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Javid, do you need um, a little kiss too? Uh, I am only lightly injured. I, I took one harpoon hit. Well, this is for magic. Uh, do you do you have any spell slots expended? Uh, I did. Uh, Expend a, a spell slot to, to uh, use Hunter's Mark. So if, if you're... I don't think that's a spell out... slot. I think that's a Hunter's Mark slot. Yeah. Well, what about when you, like, uh, talk to the fish slot. and stuff? Uh, those uh, don't use spell slots. Uh, I only get those back after a long rest. Okay. Cool beans. Okay, um, so, sorry, I was so caught up on the D3 thing. Now, um, you were saying that it, like... How does the spell slot recovery work? You get either a third level spell or lower. It's up to you. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I thought it was like any combination of the number of spell 
levels that you mm. rolled. It says one expended spell slot, the level which equals the number rolled or lower. Okay. So yeah, okay. you can you can regain up to a third level spell slot. Just one. Got it. Yeah. All right. And then after we take a, I think a short rest, I could give you another. Oh no! I mean, I'm okay. That kiss was magical, um, literally, and I, I think we're good now. Yeah. All right. All right. So, oh. in front of the door, Gamby is kind of uh, inspecting it, and you can tell that there is some writing on it. Um, it is mostly a strange, ornate style of um, stone-carved vines and other things etched across the face of it. Does anything make any sense at all? Yeah, you don't think it's so a so language uh, you can language uh is it one that i can speak yeah oh, uh briar and javid can speak it uh you recognize that it is sylvan a very old dialect of sylvan uh and it it identifies this location um, as <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry, Chris just came walking. I didn't know I wasn't muted. Chris just came walking through with the flamingo, but was behind his back, and I kind of looked at him and he held up the flamingo and kept walking. Oh, you have, you have to send a picture of that, okay. <laughs> It identifies this location as the prison of Dim Hollow. The prison. Are there is there like a directory on the wall? Does that sound familiar at all? Like any of the ancient lore stories? Uh, you can go ahead and give me a history. No. No, it's not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, Briar has probably heard of this. Dim Hollow is the demi-plane that is home to the Autumn Court of one of the Courts of the Fae. Um, sorry, can you say that again? Dim Hollow is the name of the demiplane that the Autumn Court holds. Ah, okay. So this is part of the Autumn Court uh, demiplane. It's like a big old prison. What's the Autumn Court? Oh, so back where I'm from, we don't have, like, kingdoms. We have courts, and they're, like, seasonal and also daytime-related. So there's the seasons, and then there's night, dawn, and day. So are you part of that court? 
Ah, uh, no. I just kind of live on, like, the outsides of the court. But, Which yeah, court? From basically the fall court, yeah. Yeah. The the swamp is on the outskirts of the, the fall court. So it's your court. Well, it's not my well, court. Trust me, I ain't But uh, Briar's nobility. She wouldn't be on the court, right? Unless she was a tennis player. Yeah, no, we we don't we don't have a court. We're kind of just occupants of the land. And so, a prison does that seem like where the uh, direction we should go to try to find a, a, an ingot? That makes sense to you, Briar. Yeah, I was kind of hoping there was like a directory on the wall. That's like, you know, the. Here, here be ingots. Yeah, <laughs> like that way for the infirmary, that way for the blacksmith. You know. You do not note anything of the sort. Asriel, as the four of you are inspecting the door, you suddenly know a very large, gray shape in the darkness above you, at the edge of Briar's light. It is only visible for a moment, but it is massive. Uh, there's a big shape. I just saw a big shape. Very scary big shape over there. Maybe right. we should just go uh, in. Go in, yeah. Is the door open? Ooh, uh, Javid, you press the door and nothing happened. Go ahead, Bar. I wanted to ask, um, Dawn if she could sense the metal. Unfortunately... Is there something you sense that can make you whole? Dawn does not seem quite capable of such a thing. Damn. Okay. Yes, Javid, you press on the stone and it does not budge. There, does there seem to be like any gaps in the building itself? It we looks like most of it is fully submerged under the seafloor. Oh, so we're basically... Um kind of near the, the roof. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, any holes in the roof? None that you can see. Uh, Briar, can you... And I'm just gonna, like, act out punching the roof. Uh, try try uh, uh, pushing. I only tried uh, huh? pushing. Maybe it's a pull. Or <laughs> maybe, maybe it's, it's a, a pull. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can watch Harry Potter. Go ahead. Um, yeah. All right. I'm going to try to pull the door. <laughs> All right. Briar, you place your hands on it, and suddenly a surge of magic flows forth from you. The kind of engravings and figures on the door begin to glow and spread outwards, and there's a shudder. Sea dust kind of lifts up. The door begins to swing open. It only gets a short ways. You can see it kind of jams. But it is open enough for you to squeeze. Asriel, as soon as the door shudders and slams to a stop, you watch as this massive shark swims across at the edge of the columns and eats in one bite one of the bodies of the marrow. I meant to say, can I pick back up my javelins? Not those ones. Uh... <laughs> Uh, do you see the shark? you see the shark? Shark bad. We're just hearing a little... Yeah. 
disappointing. I speak really loud. I'm sure I can get those, you know, sound waves get going. I'm sure it's fine. It's it's looking for the um, the you easy guys, meals. You guys are kind of blah 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 blah, blah at each other. David's over here like in blub blubs, explaining they're more afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> Only Demitari can communicate right now. I'm going to hastily point yes. to the shark, point to the open area, and say, like, you know, let's uh, let's get away from the shark. Let's just go well, in. I'm going to hurriedly yank out my javelins, and then we'll go in. Wait, can everybody fit in, or is it like a like a me size? You kind of have to, like, one by one squeeze in. You could probably fit in, Briar, just easily just swim in. All right. You grab a couple of your probably you'd only probably able to get two of them back from the nearest marrow as you're kind of like trying to keep an eye out and you watch as the shark eats another one on the other side of the column and the other three of you are squeezing through the opening into the prison and at last Briar slides in behind uh, and joins you inside. The shark is now outside, away from your worries, and you're within the prison. Which is a great place to be. Yeah. Okay. Well then, I guess let's start looking around. Yeah, I would guess ingots to be in some kind of um, mythy store place. Uh, does the prison have a you guys are still underwater. Like, uh, you guys are still wow. unable to communicate. Just gonna motion everybody along then. Once we start um, swimming. Yeah, we're, we're gesturing. Alright. You begin to swim deeper into the prison. There are collapsed tunnels on either side of you. Passageways that have long since been abandoned. Doors that lie strewn open, fallen apart. But eventually, it opens out in front of you, and you are inside some kind of great hall. Above you, you can see a light, and the kind of shimmering, reflective surface of water and air. You have descended a fair distance into the facility. Alright, let's swim toward toward the light. Alright. You breach the surface. The air is damp and chill. Around you, there are columns rising out of the water and holding up a vaulted ceiling above you. About 20 feet in front of you, at the edge of the water, there appears to be what is left of a platform and somewhere where you can walk. On the platform, there are strange glowing mushrooms, illuminating what appear to be three doors. In the center of this far wall, 
The door is massive, probably about 15 feet high, 10 feet wide. It is stone and well encased in kind of like uh, vines and other carved growth across the face of it. The other two doors to your right and left on the other walls of this platform, they look small, normal, mundane compared to the center one. I'm feeling the center one. Do these uh, mushrooms look like the mushrooms in Tovar Deep, or are they like more fey type mushrooms? These kind of look weird. They're like got a strange shape to them, and, and the head of the mushroom kind of like is pointy, but dripping at the same time. It's just a rather peculiar shape. Um, they definitely do not look edible, to be very clear. Am I familiar with these ones? Because I'm like very familiar with mushrooms. You probably have... You might... They might look familiar to you. They're probably similar to glow mushrooms you've seen before. They're not edible. They're more of like a... You know, they keep dark places illuminated. These just look a little bit odd. Okay. Water drips from the ceiling. What are the four of you doing? Um, picking a door. Right. Before anyone goes, would know, go ahead, uh, sir. Which of these doors is uh, likely to to be profitable for us? And um, I'm thinking they they um, I was just thinking we probably ought not to split up since we can't communicate with each other down here. Well, I mean, I mean you're we're not an air. Yeah, you're an air now. You guys can talk. Um, oh, but sorry. I still don't think we should split up. But before no. anyone really touches anything, I want to look for traps. Okay. All right. You begin to climb out of the water and investigate the room. You can tell that the grand door in the center, it's unclear what it is exactly, but there is some kind of warding on it, a magical form. You can tell if, if um, uh, beings, creatures have walked around through here recently, gone in and out of, of any of the doors. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Azra, you can tell that the magical warding on the door, you'd have to get a lot closer to it to investigate it more closely. Alright, well, I'm gonna point it out to Demetari and, and ask her if she knows anything about that type of warding. Okay. I will refrain from touching, but I will definitely get in closer to investigate. Okay, are you going to read the glyph? Well, I'm going to try to, sure. Alright. Is it in Sylvan again? It is in Sylvan again. Oh, so we might have to have one of our Sylvan reading companions. What does it say? Yeah, I mean, is someone going, going to go read it? Uh, yeah. In the in the process of wandering around and looking at the 
looking for tracks using my superb tracking skills, I'll stop by the door and say, oh, look, I can read that. Okay. Uh, I whispered it to you, Jim. That's what it says. Well, that's not good. Oh. Um, you all so nobody come closer. All right. Well, not, uh, as soon as you finish reading point. it, the glyph activates. Really? Uh, How far was it? Like thirty feet? Like, I mean, you don't have to be very far to read things. Or, I mean, very close to read things is the correct language. Well, I mean, it depends on how tiny the font is, I guess. It, um... He's an older gentleman. Maybe he, uh... He Apparently, like... Javid's quite young, I was told. Oh, is he? Yeah. 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 He's fairly, fairly young. Uh... <laughs> I need all of you to make dexterity saving throws. All right. From seemingly nowhere at the threshold of this door, this like magical net <laughs> spools forth and just like <laughs> flies towards each of you. Uh, Azrael, you just like duck to the ground and it sails off and wraps around one of the pillars and splashes into the water. Javid, you just like finish reading it and then you drop prone and it fires over your head. Demetari's too busy like looking at something else and just gets <laughs> grabbed and falls over. Same with Briar, just gets snagged straight out of the air by this little like net shooting straight towards her. Uh... Does it do any harm to them, or does it just kind of trap them? They are now uh, grappled and restrained. At the same time, you watch as the water begins to ripple, and large stone creatures begin to crawl forth. Hold on, i got to draw the map. Uh, actually, it's... 1830. We'll go ahead and actually stop here for the Okay. That was a good one. Yeah, that was quite nice, especially with the trap that sets as soon as you read. That's quite, quite... Yeah, that's messed up. What did it say? Read this, it's too late. Done. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. That's absolutely Not terrible. There you go. All right. So the next time is, you said May 7th is when we're playing? Uh, yes. It's going to be a little bit. Although I actually do have to go to work that day, so I'm not oh. sure when I'll be playing. Interesting. Okay. okay. Well, just well, just give us yeah, what's going on. So. Okay. All right. have well, I hope you guys had fun. I'll see you guys yep. in a couple weeks, probably. Yep. Bye. All right.